Welcome to Retail. Look, <laughs> I got distracted by my cookie monster up here. Uh, welcome to Retail Nightmares podcast. My name is Alicia Tobin. I'm here with my co-host Jessica Delisle. Hi. Oh, that's nice. Hi, bud. I actually timed it right. That was a really nice one. I'm not even drinking anything carbonated. Just pure water, baby. Maybe you're better with, like, for, in terms of burping, maybe just plain water is the best for sound. I mean, that's, that is one opinion. <laughs> you just shut up. I haven't introduced you yet. I like to be loud and proud. Loud and proud. With my burps. Oh, it was a beautiful burp. Thank you. Let's talk about it for another hour. <laughs> yeah. Let's never introduce the guest. Yeah. It's uh, edging. <laughs> we're, we're edging our guest. <laughs> oh. oh. So uh, we have a returning guest, one of our good friends. He's a writer and he's a comedian. And he's one of the funniest people we know. It's Kevin Lee. Hey. How's it going, y'all? How's it going, y'all? <laughs> y'all doing okay? I had one glass of sweet tea and now I'm Southern as the day is heck. I was uh, hoping sweet tea would be brought up within the first few minutes of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Knowing you. <laughs> Just a cup of sugar. I went to Quiznos and I got some sweet tea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. I have a couple of comedic touchstones and that's it. <laughs> After watching you in the Sunday service every week for the past however long you've been doing it online, I'm like, oh, <laughs> Kevin's. Here it comes. Kevin's got his gems. Kevin's yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mostly do the Quiznos thing because it feels very hacky to do in the Sunday service. Like everyone's just, it just feels like it became an inside joke of like the default stupid yeah. location to go to. That's like bad for improv because immediately the two people don't know each other. There's no history. It's just like ordering a sandwich. Like it's just like the setup for the the worst improv scene. Ever. And like the only place you can go is be like, do you want that toasted? <laughs> yeah. And somebody being like a oh, bathroom key or like, I want crazy ingredients or something. Yeah. Or, I'm not going to give you the sandwich. Like there's like four options. Like it's just the worst. I love uh, it. So I like doing that. <laughs> I love that everyone gets mad when you do it. And I love that sometimes you're like, I'm still going to do it. <laughs> I'm a bad boy. I'm the bad boy of improv. <laughs> I are. have heard that about you. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. You're the Dane Cook of improv. <laughs> or I'm the, bo I'm the boy of bad improv improv might, might be the actual <laughs> <I'll say. laughs> hey you're a man <laughs> thank you you're no still bad at improv a, a boy um if if our listeners heard us going oh right before alicia introduced you it's because kevin just held up one of his cats to show us it was chips uh she was walking by do I diddy diddy dum diddy do? <laughs> She's so really good. surprised that you've blurred out your your home view, Kevin. We're friends. We can't see your curtains. It's because it's uh, it's just default, and it's really gross. Like um, I'm not offended. It's his meat just... curtains. So <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, gross. <laughs> it's good that they're blurred. Otherwise, this would be a different kind of podcast. Let's see. How do I? Is it this? Are no, there yeah, OnlyFans podcast? Are there porn podcasts? Yeah, it's just curtains. It's just curtains. podcasts for everything. Gray meat curtains. Bad room behind me. There's my nude bed back there because I'm doing laundry right now. Oh, it is Sunday. Yeah, so that's that's my background. That's uh, and, life. <laughs> and Alicia, you said you're just hanging up some things. I haven't hung up anything in my apartment. So like my walls are barren like a serial killer's. And the color up here is really gross. Like I never painted my, my bedroom as this weird like beige that i hate but it's such a big weird room so i haven't been courageous enough to paint it is alicia frozen or is she gone no she's just listening <laughs> <laughs> i 
Are you That's sure? just my face. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> just perfectly. Attentive. I was really trying not to jump in and tell you about my own life about painting and stuff. Like I, I want I have several several questions. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. One is Kevin. Did you previously have stuff up on the walls, or has it always been blank? Like, did you lose it all in the divorce? <laughs> yeah, I lost. I lost all the things on the wall and the color of the wall. Uh, <laughs> I made sure to bring in the depression painting group. They came in and mm-hmm. painted the walls all the depressing uh, colors. Like it's so, it's like weirdly like rain soaked beige in here. Um, no, there wasn't really anything on here. We never really got around to hanging anything. Do you think that's why the marriage failed? (laughs) Yeah, because we didn't have other paintings to look at, just each other's faces. No distractions. um, You just couldn't agree on art. Yeah, This is why Jay and Jessica have been so successful. Have you seen the walls in her apartment? Oh, cluttered with options. Big art and little art. So So much for everyone. Interesting tchotchkes and stuff. It's beautiful. I, I do think about that when I think about how plain and boring my apartment is. I do think about Jay and Jessica's apartment and how like fun and interesting it is. And there's just like stuff everywhere that's and it all feels cohesive. Yeah, but there's always really something new to, new to look at. And I'm like, oh, I just don't have the courage to like, or I think that the taste to be like, I like this thing. I like that thing. And it all like, comes together. And you're like, this is my brain turned inside out. And it and it's a fun place to be. I think mine would just be like, mm-hmm. dying I, t- I really, really disagree because you have a very like yeah. specific aesthetic and you love art. That's very kind of you <laughs> to say those things. But I think like I... I mean, like, I just got a new phone. It was like a very fancy phone and it's already mm. covered in stickers. <laughs> like, I just... That's what I mean. You you enjoy your space and you inhabit it. Whereas I'm just sort of like, oh, like, I don't know. What's the most normal thing that no one will make well, fun you, of me for? You, that's, and that's <laughs> how Jay is. Like, he doesn't want to stand out. But I think because, like, of my the way my brain works and the ADHD, I'm just, like, need constant stimulation always. So it's more of, like, a symptom of my uh, <laughs> mental illness. But... um. My other question for you was, uh, do you have art that you're waiting to hang or are you waiting to frame or do you have you like not started that? Not that you have to, but I got a few things. I after the it is sort of funny, like after the divorce, I think before I would just like kind of wait and not want to put things up or like choose things because it was always a group decision mm-hmm. kind of thing. And not to say that my ex was ever like bad to have those conversations with or whatever, but just some mental block in my own brain was just sort of like didn't want to do that. And then afterwards, I was like, I'm going to get art and things that I like and put them up and who cares? And then I got a bunch of stuff and I put it in some frames, but it's all like sitting on the ground, leaning just like against leaning, the wall. Again. Yeah. yeah. Do you just doing it in stages? I'm doing That's it in all. stages. And, but yeah. I kind of committed to them being on the ground because my cats kept trying to, like when I got them, they kept trying to go behind it, behind the things. And they kept like threatening to tr- drop them over. So I got this like double-sided like tape. That, like So I taped like the top part against oh, the wow. wall so that they can't knock them over. That's smart. But uh, I gotta, yeah, I think I need to hang them up though, because I would like to, because I would like to. Because I was going to just- say, I'm just sorry to interrupt Alicia. You go ahead. <laughs> no, no. It's more just to get back into trying to wedge my way into Kevin's life and paint <laughs> oh, well, his apartment for him. I was gonna I was gonna say, uh, which uh is also me um speaking for Jay, which is great to do in a marriage. Um mm. I was gonna say, like, if you need help hanging things up, Jay is very good at doing it because he was a carpenter for twelve years and he like is very good at knowing how things are level and like yeah. He's so tall, he can hold something up and you can stand back. Like, it's always better to do with another person because you can be like, oh, a little to the right, a little to the left, a little down. And then he just like has this sort of like innate 
knowledge of how to like get it exactly where you want it as opposed to me who like I'll make like six different holes and then be like whoops still not quite right yeah I'm in the same boat and then also I overthink the um does it need to go into a stud or just the wall are these walls yeah. strong enough to hold this large of a frame or something and then I'm just sort of like eh, I'll just put it on the ground yeah that's easier I mean I'm I do have a ton of stuff up on my walls but I still have stacks like last year for my birthday so over a year ago Jay bought me this really cool piece of art which is like very special to me but I have not yet got it framed or put on the wall and I'm like what like I that's a whole year I missed out of like owning this thing but it's just in its packaging in a drawer like get it together Delisle that's what I'm (laughs) telling myself every day yeah my all of my stuff is also sitting in a very dusty pile after finishing most of the painting of my apartment and could be hung up, but I'm the same as Jessica where I will hang it up and think it's going to be perfect. And it's like two inches too low or the holes in the wrong place. And having just like patched all the holes here and mm-hmm. repainted at a great expense. Um, I just made two holes that aren't in the right spot. <laughs> I was like, fuck. And I tried those like those um, 3M things and it, I, I don't trust them. Yeah. Unless it's like a really light thing, I wouldn't. I wouldn't use those. Oh, it's just like a tape or something that you the put sticky, up. And, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like yeah. a pull tab thing, but yeah. My attention I, span is too short for the whole process of putting them up. I think I'd rather patch a hole. Yeah. I like, I also yeah. just love hardware, like nails, screws, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the wire that you like can put Great on the show. back of a frame. Yeah. Still mm-hmm. never seen it. I've only seen up to season three. What, what show? Sorry. The wire. <laughs> Oh, yes. Yeah, that was like a home improvement. Yeah, The Wire, you know, that home improvement show. Yeah. My favorite. Home Improvement, my favorite show. I've watched every episode. <laughs> you listen to the Stringer Bell interview. <laughs> Omar's back. <laughs> um, isn't it so weird that like back in the 90s there were there was just like so little on tv there were so little channels that it was like i guess everyone just is gonna watch whatever they give us because we're like desperate for entertainment and it was home improvement that's why friends (laughs) was so popular it's true yeah but never survived now that's not true kids love it yeah that's also true fascinating yeah i find find this i find this current generation's fascination with like the 90s so uh so confusing it feels like it's such like a a confirmation of how old i am because it's like oh they're fetishizing the era that i grew up in yeah like now it's it's the it's their their 60s or 70s or whatever kids used to do or something it's like yeah well i like growing up my mom always found it weird that in the 90s i wanted like 70s looking things and she's like this is too weird and now it's like you know gone around that it's wanting 90s looking things and jay and i were just on a little trip onto vancouver island and we were trying to find a disposable camera and they've made a huge comeback and they're completely sold out everywhere you can't get them anywhere and jay's like i wonder why that is and i was like it's because it's new technology to the people who are young enough who never had that like people who Uh. grew up always just having a digital camera like that was their main thing. And so now they're like, oh, this is such like a fun novelty. It's like, you know, how in the early 2000s, we thought Polaroid cameras were cool. Yeah. But it was because we never had them growing up or whatever. Or maybe we didn't. But it's just strange how cyclical it is. I also wonder how much it is the, a symptom of like everybody now grows up with like kids grow up with like their little kids and they have phones that literally do everything. Yeah. Like they don't have separate objects to fetishize with mm-hmm. like and associate with a specific 
like, they don't uh, have their Game activity. Boys. <laughs> they don't have their Game Boys. And then they, if they want to take a photo of their Game Boy, they have to go get their disposable camera and point it at their Game Boy. Yeah. They can't just screenshot or whatever. Like it, you kind of, you get to have this fun, yeah. different analog thing where you're like, wow, like this is its own little thing. And look at me, like. All your different rectangles. <laughs> yeah, I get to have different rectangles. Yeah. Um, Whereas yeah. like when I was a kid, it was like CDs, VHSs, tapes, DVD. It was just like nonstop rectangles. And everything <laughs> took up so much space and cost so much money. And it so still does. It still does. <laughs> I have, um, I'm like still in the midst of doing this giant deep clean of my apartment. And so I decided to put all my like physical media in the same spot. Like I started by taking all the records off my shelf and then like the tapes and finding where all my CDs were and putting them all in one spot. And I was like, holy shit, this is so much stuff. And like all of it could just fit on my phone now. Like, what am I, why am I doing this? It's so much stuff to dust, which I then don't dust. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then just the means of even playing it just becomes further and further away like you're kind of forced yeah. to digitize stuff because eventually there's not going to be you know vhs players to buy on craigslist and then there's not yeah. going to be anybody to repair it when it totally breaks and then know, you know it's eventually sad. it's just going to be like oh i have this cassette tape that's like magnetic strip that like is nothing it's just like this brick of plastic now you know that's like with with like eight tracks it's like they're more of just like an object that people fetishize but like how many people mm-hmm. have an actual player that they can like listen to it on yeah it's just like yeah. a cool weird thing and then it, that's when it ends up in like the antique store and it's like oh something for your curio cabinet <laughs> <laughs> if your curio cabinet is like six by ten feet yeah <laughs> giant we used to have when when we were kids my dad used it for sales presentations and it was a vhs with a built-in tv oh and we would watch movies on it when we were sick nice felt oh, very special yeah. it feels like something that like ferris bueller or something would have where totally. you're just like whoa that's the future right yeah, there. yeah. Like, like, you're a rich kid but yeah. you're making it seem like you're just a normal guy <laughs> yeah i'm out by oh, the yeah. pool he and i've got my kid. My yeah. TV with the, oh, totally. And his keyboard that he could like sample coughing sounds on, like. And all the street signs in his in his room. So many street signs. And like a, a mannequin, like and yeah. flags. I was like, this guy. Never getting in serious trouble for serious things. Yeah, sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> mm, yeah. Totally. Just manipulating everyone around him. Just being like, I'm fun, right? I'm fun. Yeah. And his friend is like clearly extremely depressed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thankfully, he got over it. Yeah. Just crash a car. <laughs> you'll get over it. Stand up to your dad. Um, Spoiler. I guess we're <laughs> ruining. If you haven't seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off by now, I guess check it out. Mm-hmm. I guess you Famous. never got never got sick in the 90s and had to stay home and yeah. watch it on TV. Yeah. You had to. That's your homework. <laughs> That's your homework. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, Speaking of movies, I feel like we're already like... Uh into the movie corner i mean it's retail nightmares that's what we talk about but like do we want to do a round of retail nightmares and then do a movie corner there okay you want me to start with my two dumb retail experiences if you want yeah yeah, go for it i always feel like if the guest has been here several times we don't have to make them go first (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sure I, they might I, not I, come back okay so my first one is i'm trying to buy a step stool from somebody on marketplace oh, they had originally listed it on craigslist and uh they had listed it on marketplace for 40 dollars and 30 dollars on craigslist and then i because they didn't use the it's an ikea stool called the master bee i highly look recommend looking it up it's a very beautiful design they discontinued it and i want to use it near my front door 
but I also need a step stool for my kitchen. So I need it. I want it. I missed every opportunity to buy it. It was on the market for several years. And this guy has it in the yellow color, the mustard yellow. Mm, mustard. So in all of his uh, ads, he's like, in excellent condition, except some wear and tear. And I'm like, well, that's not excellent condition. So I, I, I am going to pick it up tomorrow to buy it from him. And I just wrote him. I was like, may I see just a picture of the, the wear and tear? I said, may I see a picture of the damage or the scratches? I can't remember what I worded. I used the same words that he used. And he wrote back, he's like, oh, it's just regular wear and tear, but no photo. And like, if there's wear and tear on something, don't you include it in the photo so you don't put like the person through like through this? And he yeah. just, it seems very sweet, but like, I don't want to go all the way to the other side of town and then take a cab back with this thing. Uh, and I'm the kind of person that will just buy it because I'm embarrassed. Like, I, like oh, no. instead of like saying no. Yeah. Uh, so I'm just hoping that he'll send pictures because I am particular about my stuff. Like my vintage things, everything will have a scratch. I'll put scratches and things. That's fine. But I'd like to know like in advance what kind of damage there is. And if not, I'll just wait it out and find another one in like another six months. That's totally uh, fair. I think so too. I was just kind of surprised that he wrote back. He's like, it's just regular wear and tear. And I'm like, well, there's no like wear and tear that I would have put in on a stool like that. Cause I wouldn't have used, I don't know how you got wear and tear on it because it's just a plastic stool. Also yeah. like regular quote unquote is different to everyone. Like everyone's reality totally. is completely different. So to him, like it could be like char marks or something. Yeah. And like that's, and he's like, yeah, you know, it's your barbecue stuff stool. You put your flaming hot, uh, feet on this thing. Cheetos. Yeah. <laughs> And then my other is that I went grocery shopping the other day at um, my local store choices. And I usually have been going, I bike, I hop on my bike right before 8 a.m. and do groceries. Whoa. Like, I'm home by like 820. It's great. Holy shit. But on last Sunday, last Sunday I went and for some reason I just hit this like peak time where it was just filled with literal bitches. Oh, no. And <laughs> it made me laugh because no one was observing that they still have arrows. It's a really small, narrow store. It's their smallest store in the city and there are arrows there's directions that they're still using the staff is still using i'm still using and people were just blowing past me and giving me dirty looks and not wearing masks this is right before they reinstated the mask mandate and uh yeah and then um i was telling a friend about it and then they're like it shouldn't be called choices it should be called bitches and i laughed and that was really funny so those are my two weird experiences it's not much i haven't been going out very often I mean, that's probably yeah. for the best. And also, I agree, Choices is now called Bitches. <laughs> yeah, and I never, and I'm never, I know which choices you're talking about, and I never feel comfortable there, um, even before the pandemic, like just going in there. It's so narrow, so small. Mm -hmm. I always figure they're going to have some esoteric thing that I, when I look at a recipe, if it says like coconut aminos, I'm going to find those, <laughs> even though that's basically soy sauce or whatever, just yeah. gluten-free and I'm not gluten-free. So it's just sort of like, but I got to find the aminos. And I figure <laughs> that kind of place will have this. They never have anything. They just have fancy versions of the usual shit you find most places. And, yeah. Much. And also coconut aminos is not as good as gluten-free soy sauce, <sighs> which is yeah, everywhere. Okay. Yeah. It's like, doesn't have as much flavor. It's a little bit, it's weak. It's a real yeah. weak Playa, <laughs> cool. That was real cool. Oh, thanks, guys. Real hap. Um, is is Bragg's gluten free? Do you know? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, and I always forget. Like, we have a bottle of soy sauce, and we have a bottle of Bragg's, and I'm always like, why do I never grab the Bragg's? It's not that soy. There's anything wrong with soy sauce, but Bragg's is like got that flavorful, <laughs> like sort of 
I don't know. It goes on more things, I feel like, than soy sauce does. But then sometimes I will put soy sauce on something and then be like, it's too late. I can't double (laughs) up. Whoops. (laughs) I love a Bragg's. Coconut aminos. Coconut sugar, I also am not a big fan of. Mm. It makes me feel instantly sick. And I don't know what it is about it. There's, yeah, there's a lot of coconut based things that I can't handle, which is too bad because it's for non-dairy. It's like a one of the main substitutes. Um, Are you just allergic to coconut? No, I don't think so. <laughs> this is funny that we're talking about coconut right now because last night I'm not getting into Jessica's movie corner already. Don't worry. <laughs> but uh, I went over to executive producer of the podcast, Ben Lai's house for dinner and we watched a movie and I had just a bottle of pina colada mix because I think I bought it during one of the heat waves. Mm-hmm. I don't drink alcohol anymore, but it just looks so refreshing and good mm-hmm. that I was like, I'll buy this and figure out how to make a virgin version of it. Uh, and so I brought it over and he's like, well, I have a bunch of like rum and I don't even really like rum. So like, let's just make some pina coladas. So I like made virgin ones first, which is just crushed ice and then the the mix. And then I would right. like pour myself a glass and then make a rum one for Jay and Ben and we, I think we all had like two, two of them. And then he had coconut tarts. And then we were watching a movie that was like featured this venue called the coconut so heavily. And we were like, what is like big coconut, like mm-hmm. sponsoring our, our evening. And then by the end, we only had a little bit left and I was drinking like uh, mandarin orange sparkling water. And I was like, I miss the pina colada. So I was just pouring the syrup in it. And I was like, it tastes pretty good. Looks like jizz, but it tastes good. <laughs> hey, they both taste great. Um, <laughs> one more so than the other. I'm not saying which. I can't even guess. Not even. <laughs> um, anyway, that was just a little preview of Jessica's Movie Corner. Um, Kevin, We're do, do are have, we doing Jessica's Movie Corner? That was one of the ones that Kevin. I didn't see that one. It was at oh, the yeah. top. It was it at there. the top of the list. Mm, um, that sounds about right. Kevin, do you <laughs> I have just a read the middle of everything? a lot of important stuff's in the middle um it's a sandwich you know um yeah throw away the bread do you have a retail Retail. something or (laughs) sorry i keep interrupting you i'm so sorry this is how zoom goes it's cool do i have a retail something i mean it's sort of like like alicia said i mean i don't really go out do anything um i don't really go to get stuff that often Um, I mean, in the the pandemic, this isn't, I didn't really, every time I come on here, I should, the the name of the podcast is pretty clear. And so you should have time to think about it or just actually go and accrue some experiences. It can Um, be like a a dream, something really good that happened or something really bad that happened. Or also like, if you want to think about it, I can go. I got one. mm -hmm. I don't want to put you on the spot. He's so not ready. He did not. I did. I just. I'm not gonna. Even even if you come up with one, I'm gonna be listening, and then it'll be my turn, and I'll be like, I don't. I don't know. Um, most of the time, <laughs> I mean, just the, the experiences have been mostly good. It's it's sort of like that thing of of like the, that Alicia mentioned is just like going to grocery stores and how many people aren't wearing masks and kind of run all over the place. And I haven't gotten dirty looks, but I mostly don't look at people in the eyes when I leave my apartment, so I wouldn't know if they were looking at me dirtily. Um, <laughs> clean looks only. Clean looks only, please. Yeah, gosh. I know I, I need to find a printer because of online ordering things and then needing to return them because you, you order things and you need to return them and I have to get I, my mom have, to print things out. And I, I go, have a printer and I'm a couple blocks oh. away from you. So hit me up. Okay. Yeah, I, I also have a printer. It's always hooked up. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's I can hook you up. I need <laughs> yeah. it for work, so it's right here. Alicia oh, okay. goes to bed early, though. If you need a late night printer, you know who to call. I'm the printing needs. Yeah, if you need something in the morning. Yeah. Great. I'm, up at, I'm like, also. Uh, or you are up to like around five. What time no. do you go to bed these days? What? Who's getting well, up at five? It's changed. Alicia gets up at five. That's amazing. Usually, usually we go to bed at like two, two thirty. Okay. Um, but like because we were just on this trip where we were hanging out with people who are have jobs or like seniors, like they generally like to eat dinner at five, and we're like, toot, toot. this is when we usually have our lunch. Like we usually have like lunch like three thirty, four, or but you know it's like a smoothie, so it's not really like super heavy or whatever. Uh, but it was this funny smoothie corner. Yeah, <laughs> Jessica smoothie corner. Oh, I just want to eat smoothies for like a week because we were only away for three nights, but it was we didn't buy a single one of our meals. Like we didn't seek it out ourselves. It was like someone giving it to us. And so because it's just been like over a year of us, like we don't like plan our meals, but we just like know what we can and cannot eat and like what makes us feel good and what makes us feel like bloated or you know tired or gross and so it was just like a lot of those meals and none of them were like awful like it was all good food but it was just like so many treats in a row that like Mm. I felt like I was exhausted and so sore and like my hands were all swollen and I was just like it's so funny like how we've we're, we've gotten so into like our yogurt, smoothie, salad, like just being healthy at home. And then I think I had like a few days where it was like all just bread based meals. And I was like, <laughs> I haven't had a vegetable in so long. This past week, my fridge broke. Oh, no. Um, oh, yeah. That's a so, nightmare. Yeah. That's so I went was, through that same thing last year. Yeah. It sucks. How quickly did your landlords <laughs> replace your fridge? Not at very? all because there was like a backlog due to the yeah. um, pandemic. Um, yeah. But they gave us a mini fridge at first, which That's good. really sucked though. No, because oh. it's so small. Like you put a carton of eggs in there and the ones at the back freeze and crack. And then the ones at the front, you're like, are these even? <laughs> the chicks come out. Yeah. <laughs> I was uh. like, there's full on <laughs> chickens in here. There's full on freaking chickens and chickens in here. I would love that so much. Um, but um, then we realized that next door there was a vacant apartment with a fully functional fridge. So I was like, let me just take that one. Cause it took like months to get the, but what, what stage are you at? I was lucky. Well, I mean, they just got a new one uh, two days ago. So Ooh. thankfully they, they had the backlog, but then they found one. Uh, it's like, I had to get like a narrow fridge uh, for the space that I, that it fits into. Um, so the first one they got approved by the landlord to buy that was out of stock. And so then they had to get a slightly more expensive one. But it's a normal fridge, but it's so nice to have that now because it was like the week where I was just eating frozen pizza and chips, like taco chips with yeah. uh, with hummus where I'm like, it's healthy. And uh, because everything was just going bad, I just had to like throw so much stuff out, which really sucked. Yeah. Um, but now I have a fridge. So it is like I'm back to just like I had like a salad uh, yesterday and I was just like, this is incredible. I know. Yeah. <laughs> the whole time we, we were going through that, we were eating so badly and we were because we were yeah. just eating like frozen waffles for breakfast because you couldn't fit like yogurt in there and mm-hmm. yeah it it was really bad i was like getting i was getting like acne because i wasn't like drinking enough water which i know i could just drink tap water but i like it to be chilled uh. if i'm a baby <laughs> yeah, um, yeah 
I'm glad that you, that you were able to resolve that quickly. <sighs> Thank you. That's very That's it's beautiful. Nice. Thank yeah, you. It's, <laughs> this is beautiful. I kind of optioned the film rights. Um, yeah. To... Bridge man. It's called <laughs> Kevin's Sacrifice. <laughs> Cold Comfort. Oh. Oscar winning short film. Beautiful. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can write it. Um, I had a retail dream, y'all. Oh, All right, yeah, y'all. Yeah. I've had several, actually, but I'm just going to tell one today. Um, so it was my birthday this week. And uh, Jay and I were, thank you. Um, Jay and I were heading out um, to visit his family and some of my friends on the island uh, the next day. So we were basically like just running errands on my birthday. Like I had several people be like, hey, do you want to hang out in a park? And I was just sort of like, not really. Sorry, no offense. Like I love you, but I just am not feeling like the most festive this year for my birthday. So there were several things we like ran around doing. I did see Lorna, my mother. She came over for a little visit, which was nice. But we were just sort of like making sure we had everything ready for the trip. And we also like we brought a, a lot of uh, stuff on the trip with us. So like we wouldn't have to go buy snacks or whatever on. Basically, we tried to like eliminate going into more places than we had to. Um, but one of the errands that I did on my birthday is I have this. Persian rug that I've had for almost 10 years now and I've always really wanted to clean it so a really exciting thing for my birthday like my mom's always like what do you need for your birthday and this year I was like I want to get my rug cleaned because <laughs> um, it's this beautiful old rug I inherited it from my friend Avery when she moved to Toronto and she had had it since she was a little kid. Her parents were sort of like arty and they took her to the rug shop when she was a little kid and let her choose one for her room. And this is the one that she chose. And I didn't really know that much about it. So we took it to this uh, place on Granville Street. I guess I sort of live in a bit of a rug district. like <laughs> Rug town. Yeah, rug town, USA. <laughs> and I, it's kind of intimidating because there's so many of them and like I didn't know exactly what I had. And I was like, is mine too dirty? Is it gross? I don't know. Um, but we took it into this guy, like we phoned first and he was like, yeah, yeah, come down. And we took it into the shop and we rolled it out. And he just, he was like an expert in rugs because like, that's his job. And he told us all about it. So it's a, it's like a tribal Shiraz style rug, like the wine. It's like from this region, the Shiraz region. And he was like, this rug is a hundred percent wool. It's about 50 years old and it took someone six months to make it like just one person working for six months. And I was like, that is so fucking cool that like, you know that and you could just tell it all. And like he says uh, that about 30 years ago, which is probably when my friend Avery picked it up, he said like they were more common then, but he's like, you really rarely see them now. And I was like, can you clean this? And he was like, oh, you're going to see a big difference. And he's like, this is a beautiful rug. This is a beautiful rug. And I was like, that's a poop stain. It is a beautiful that's rug. A <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like it. And then like once he told me about like what style it was, I was then Googling like other ones like it and like seeing, you know, how much they sell for and like different designs. <laughs> Immediately stuff. trying to flip it. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> how much is this worth? Cause I didn't know, like, you know, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And to me, like I would never replace it. But my, my mom initially was like, Oh, it's cheaper to just get a new rug than to clean it. And I was like, what sort of like way of thinking is that? I hate that. It's like, if everyone does just like such a disposable 
Mm-hmm. And and it's not true. Like you no. could not replace that rug for hundreds and hundreds of dollars. No, the yeah. um the man who on the shop said that like if I were to get a new one, he's like, if you'd want something like comparable new, it would be like twenty four hundred dollars. And I was like, yeah, yeah, like it is cheaper. To- and it's going to cost twenty two hundred dollars to clean it. So yeah, I mean, worth every penny. <laughs> Um, no, it's only like a hundred dollars to clean it, and there's a bit there was a bit of damage to the fringe, and I wanted to fix that so it wouldn't get any worse. And he was like, "Yeah, let's fix that too. Like it's gonna it'll it'll last for like another fifty years before I have to do anything to it." So I'm like, "That rocks. That's cool." And he also the name um, the name of the shop is like Pazaric, I think is how it's pronounced. It's spelled there's like Y's and a Z, and it's I never knew quite uh, how to pronounce it, but he says he named the shop after this rug that's like the oldest rug known to, to in history. It was like found under ice. Oh, wow. So the ice preserved it perfectly. And it's, <laughs> it's the Captain America of rugs. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it beat the Nazis. <laughs> we can rebuild it. Um, that's crazy. It's cool. And it's in a museum. And I was like watching a video about it. And it's it's got like little reindeer on it. He like showed us he has like a rug that's a reproduction of it. And it was in one of his stacks. And he just like flipped it open. And he's like, here it is. That's what I named my shop after. And I was like, that's so cool. And it just like, I mean, I always thought rugs were beautiful. But it's sort of like knowing that that's like one person, like one artist who made that. And like that's their, you know, their community, their region style of art. Like it's just so because it's like it's functional. And it's a historical document and it's like beautiful art. Like what other art that is 50 years old can you feel confident about like walking on and being like, yeah, this is a great, this is beautiful. And you're like walking on top of it while you're admiring it. Like it's, it might be like the best form of art, I think, because <laughs> it's so functional and you don't have to be precious about it. And like you said, very tactile, like, you know, you can't go, you can't go to, you know, the art gallery and put your, put your mitts all over an Emily Carr. You can't? Yeah, you no. Can't uh, get your get your little step stool, take your shoe off, and press your foot against uh, you know Joey <laughs> Two Tones paintings. I don't know any other artists. I'm, <laughs> Joey Two Tone. <laughs> Two Tones. I was gonna say Marcel Duchamp's uh, urinal. I use that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I put my foot right in there. Yeah, it sprays me right back every time. I don't know how I'm doing it wrong. Um, yeah, it was just really That's cool, so and I, you know, I was I had a bit of like. I was a bit nervous that I was going to, you know, walk into this place, but he was so, he's so knowledgeable and like friendly and cool. And it was like, did you ask him what the worst stain he ever had to take out of a rug was? That would have been what I asked. Because I, I'm I did not. I did not. I don't <laughs> did know. Did you get it back yet? Yeah. No, it's going to take like two weeks. So we did that before okay. we left. Um, and it was just like, what a fun, <laughs> like I thought running on errands on your birthday would be like a, you know, a way of sort of being like, it's just a normal day. But then I was like, it felt like, I guess it was the same as like when Jay went and he got like his old watch repaired and the guy who did it was like this expert who told him every single thing about it. And he told him like exactly when it was made. And it's just like, it's so cool. (laughs) How are you guys finding these experts? Like (laughs) the internet, you just go like, Jay did the research. He found this, this shop near us. And it's, it's just cool that there's people out there who like, are restoring things and are like, like you were saying, Kevin earlier, like one day there's going to be no one who knows how to fix these old things, but it's cool that there are still, and that that's who I want to support. I don't want to like buy a new rug, you know? 
Let's find a guy who's really into iPhone 6S's. Oh, this is the iPhone 6X 64 gigabytes here. You can put 400 of, uh, of Led Zeppelin 4 on here. And, the screen uh, you know. resolution so low. You don't mm. want it too crisp. <laughs> Look, I'm going to wash this thing and it's going to come back a whole new phone. It's going to be sparkly clean. Uh, yeah. yeah, I would take my phone, my old phone to him and be like, do, do it up, buddy. Um, yeah, that's my retail dream. Birthday retail so dream. That's really nice. Yeah. And I fully recommend that place. He's got like new rugs too. And like in all different styles from different regions. And like, he's so knowledgeable. It's very cool. I just, I just bought a rug, but I got Ooh. it from Ikea for a couple hundred bucks, but I just I didn't have a rug for so long. Ikea makes beautiful rugs and a lot of them are fair trade. Yeah, there's nothing yeah. wrong. I don't mean to be like, you can't buy a new rug. It's no, gross. No, no, no. The, the, the old rug I had was uh, gross and I didn't like it. I think <laughs> so. I saw you throwing it out. I think I like ran into you and you were like, I'm tossing oh, yeah. this rug. Oh, yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. <laughs> There's like a, a, a couple of feet sticking out the bottom. Yeah, that was that was oh, me. Yeah. This rug out. I yeah. was like, oh, it's a heavy looking rug. Kevin's yeah. so strong. <laughs> um, Over his shoulder. Weird. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's, those feet suspiciously look like Kevin's feet. What's going on there? <laughs> I killed myself. Um, <laughs> killed your feet. I killed my, I killed my own feet. <laughs> Roll them up right at the end of the, of the rug. I could if um, I would. I would if I could. And I, and, and I can and I will. And I can and I sham. <laughs> I'm a sham. Shammy. It's a sham. Shammy. Sham wow. Kind of rug. I'm a sham wow. Um, what color is your rug? What does it look like? I want to know like everything. Orange, it's like orange, yellow. It's like orange, yellow, red, like these kind of V kind of patterns, alternating kind of different colors. It's kind of a nice, it's like a bright, it's like a bright. I think I saw that thing. one when I went yeah. to Ikea recently and I was like, oh, that's a nice rug. It's nice. It's kind of, it's kind of a rough texture, but it's, it's nice and it's colorful. So I like that. Um, and it was affordable. Well, so if affordable. you ever need it cleaned, I know who you can take it to. Absolutely. My buddy. Well, I also have my a carpet cleaner to. if you want to borrow it. You do? Yep. Alicia what? offered that to me, but I don't have any space for it to dry. Like once I have like oh. a, yeah. a wet carpet, I was thinking, cause I'm trying to like combat the moisture in this apartment already. I think already. with the rug that you have, you did exactly what you should have done. Yeah. And I feel like this place I'm realizing even being on the island, I feel like everything, like my, my hair and my skin and like the drinking water, like the tap water, it all just felt so different. I was like, I really mm. take for granted like how humid and moist everything has, is in Vancouver all the time. Like I just sort mm. of, because I've grown up here, I am just sort of like, this is how it is everywhere. But it's, wow, everything, like the air here is trying to uh, eat all of my belongings with mold, I think. I feel like we've gone down just like this rug hole. A rug hole. <laughs> New segment, <laughs> rug hole. Let's pull mm. ourselves out of the rug hole. Do you want to do segment? Sure. Sure. Do you want to do movie corner? Jessica's got some movies to share. Where we all just sort of talk about a movie we've seen recently. We don't have to. I don't know if I've watched any movies because I never watch movies. You can also just talk about TV. It's like. Okay, I'll talk about TV if no one's offended. No, not at all. <laughs> no. So I watched a new movie last night. So that means it's time for Jessica's movie and TV corner. Um, I watched the new Hugh Jackman movie, oh, Reminiscence. Oh, yes. That's How's the that? one that had the Coconut Club in it. Ah, uh, Coconut Club. Coconut Club. What um, did you think? I read a couple of reviews that were not that nice. It wasn't 
amazing. I think it was trying really hard to be like Blade Runner because it's sort of like a future noir and it does the like classic trope of like he's the femme fatale walks through the door. Like even before she walked through the door, I was like, oh, I bet you like a hot lady is going to walk in and be like, I need your help. And she walks in and she literally says, I can't find my keys. And he's like, oh, oh what happens to me? And she she's a singer and she's a redhead. And the, when you first see her, she's wearing this very low cut, revealing like satiny red dress. And I was like, Jessica she, Rabbit. She's just Jessica Rabbit. Yeah. Like oh, I was like. Dude, don't fall for Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> like, she's <laughs> married to Roger Rabbit. Don't you reminiscence who framed Robert Ra- Roger Rabbit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew what he, did. he puts them in the tub and watches someone's memory of watching Robert Roger Rabbit. That is hard to say. Um, yeah, it was, and it was sort of like set in this this like near future world where the oceans levels are rising. So like. I think it's set in Miami and like New Orleans and like, so everything's kind of flooded, but in this world, no one minds just like sloshing around through like puddle. Deep I do love water. nice rainwear, like just having but a nice pair of no one's boots. wearing boots. They're just wearing regular clothes. And I'm like, this oh, would what? smell terrible. And also the water would be stagnant and like full Ooh. of bugs and stuff, Disease. but they, yeah, maybe even other things. Yeah, and I think they're eels. trying to, to, to do it. There is actually Rugs. a tank of eels in that movie, and I kept being really excited whenever they'd show the eels. Um, <sighs> but it was just, yeah, I was like, is the, it's obviously like a stylish choice to just have like some streets are flooded, but no one avoids them, even though there's like raised sidewalks that they could be walking. They just like cut straight through it. And I'm like, trust me, no one would do this. Like it wouldn't have become so we much of be a- dying of like dysentery and stuff. Because there's still, yeah. yeah, especially in that like warm climate. And in it, because like of climate change, like they've sort of become a nocturnal society. So they just like sleep to avoid the heat of the day. And I'm like, I could get on board with that. You're ready. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is my contribution to Jessica's movie corner. Kevin, have you seen any good movies lately? Yes. I or watched. Um, have I watched any bad ones? I watched what I watched. I watched Peanut Butter Falcon yesterday. Oh, oh I want to see, see it. It's really nice. I was looking for something kind of heartwarming because I had a bit of an off day yesterday. And I usually go to um, Hunt for the Wilder People, which I really like and find really heartwarming and stuff. But I've, I I feel like I've watched that too recently. I was like, something else. So then the algorithm recommended Peanut Butter Falcon. And I was like, okay, I'll watch that. And it was great. It was really heartwarming and sweet and hits all the beats like that that type of type of show does. And But I, I, but I like that. And it's got Bruce Dern in it. That was really surprising because he shows up really <laughs> early. And I was like, Bruce Dern's in here. All right. It has a crazy cast of just like it has people kind of peppered in where you're like, what? John Hawks in here? And, oh, nice. Um, I love him. Who else? Uh, Thomas Hayden Church. And yeah, there's just like a lot is of people. Is Johnny Knoxville like, in it? Yeah, he's in there. Um, mm, a falcon actually eats peanut butter off of his ball sack. And he's, oh, come on now. Uh, That's rich. <laughs> no, it was crunchy. <laughs> and, I don't um, get it. <laughs> crunchy peanut butter. Um, oh, yeah. But creamy balls. <laughs> creamy balls, crunchy peanut <laughs> the butter. Creamiest balls in showbiz. <laughs> um, and I watched something else on Criterion that was really good. Oh, Paprika. Oh, that nice. was really good. Uh, anime movie that's about going into dreams. If we're talking about going into a bathtub and stuff or whatever. Um, yeah. If we're talking about going into bathtubs, we're always I'm talking, talking about dreams. going into bathtubs on this <laughs> podcast. It's true. Um, I'd be in one now if I could. Soon, soon. 
And another animated movie on there called uh, The Wolf House. That was really, really good. Wolf House, um, Wolf House on, on Criterion. Really surprising. Uh, Paprika, Wolf House. Yes. And Peanut Butter Falcon. Recommend Peter those Falcon. three things. Real great. Were nice. they all on Criterion? No, Peanut Butter Falcon was on Netflix. And then okay. the other two were on Criterion. Yeah. My friend keeps offering me his password to Criterion, but then I feel like I will let them down by not watching anything. But I really <sighs> want to watch The Shining again, so... I don't think that's on there right now. They do cycle out like what's on there all the time. My favorite part about the Criterion channel is all the stuff that's not Criterion. Like it's not just Criterion. They'll do like a collection. Like right now they've got like a bunch of animated stuff and they have like a bunch of like neo film noir type things. So it's like film noirs that aren't actually from the 40s. It'll be like stuff from the 70s and 80s. And those are I love there's one with Steve Gutenberg. Really I just good. watched that one too. The yeah. Bedroom Widow. Yeah, yeah I like yeah. that one. Oh, I've that seen that. Good. Yeah, it was it was surprising. Yeah. Um and I watched one called The Onion Field that was good. It was Ted what? Danson's first movie. He's like a little baby in it. He plays the bagpipes. He's so great. <laughs> a love baby, a Ted Danson. baby playing bagpipes? Well, he's, you know, like a six foot five baby or whatever. <laughs> Can oh. I have an onion, please? <laughs> <laughs> Probably sound about as good. I guess Sorry. I need to see it because spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. He gets an onion. <laughs> yeah. yeah, somebody's getting an onion. No, it's good. And it has uh, um, James Woods is in it playing a total psycho. And it's great because I hate him in real life. And I was like, yeah. I really believe that I would hate this character, too. Yeah. 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 There's a there's a lot of good stuff on there that because it does seem daunting at first. Like I I yeah. didn't get it for a long time, and then a friend also shared his password with me, and then it got to the point where I was like, I'm paying for this. Like this is good stuff. Yeah, I usually find I just have to bite the bullet on something because I'll start looking at the stuff and I'm like, oh, do I? This seems so like intense art film. Like I don't know if I should watch this if I'm in the mood. And then mm-hmm. I, I, if I just bite the bullet and watch it, it's usually then they're not nearly as intimidating as you think they are. Yeah, or they're really also, boring and you can stop. <laughs> yeah, there's also so much fun stuff on there. Like they've got uh-huh. all the Godzilla movies. So if yeah. you want just like a silly, weird psychedelic time, that's fun to do too. I also got really deep into uh, Zatoichi, which is like this oh, yeah. long-running series of samurai films yeah. from like the 70s and 60s and 70s about like a blind masseuse, masseuse, masseuse uh, uh, samurai. And it's fucking amazing. It's so great. It's like great comfort watching because it's almost like hour and a half long episodes of a TV show where he just wanders into a town and gets into trouble. I don't know where Jessica went, but there's like just one of the co-ghosts is gone. I'm just uh, going to get my Zatoichi box set. Hey, amazing. <laughs> I have all the movies of, which is so dorky. Like, this is probably the last thing I bought before I got the Criterion channel, which you can just stream them all. But I have like mm-hmm. physical, I have the DVD and it comes with the Blu-ray too. But oh, I think nice. it's like 25 movies. Yeah. And sometimes they would make like two or three of them a year. And you would think with that like amount of turnover the quality would be bad but somehow each one gets better than the last one and they're all Mm -hmm. good and he just loves eating rice so much yeah it's great he keeps eating those rice balls and some kids like fuck with him and he drops them and then he like so messy gets them to do something yeah he always just like jams his face full of these like rice and then i'm just like oh it looks so good because he's like ravenous eating these like big honking balls of rice i know i always want to eat onigiri like whenever i see him eating it i'm like oh that looks Mm -hmm. really good Loves yeah, that no, it's, it's great. 
I still need to make my way through all of them. I think I've only watched like 12. That's around where I'm at, somewhere 12 yeah. or 16 or something like that. I've, I've lost. There was a while where I was watching one like every weekend, like clockwork, and then I've fallen off a little bit and then mm-hmm. want to get back on. But, but yeah, like characters great. that'll be in like the third one will come back in like the 12th and you're like, oh, I remember that guy. That was like the gambler dude or whatever. It's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love I love Zatoichi. Yeah, uh, awesome. What about you, Alicia? Have you seen anything notable of late? I and hate get- this segment so much. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just like don't talk for like 10 minutes. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. But we can talk about TV shows. Like, I don't yeah. Nah, it's okay. <laughs> whenever you whenever you talk about recipes, like I don't have anything to contribute, but it's like That's like that's a fair point. I just been watching Peaky Blinders again. It's great. And that's the one with uh great Killian Murphy. Yeah, it's really good. Great bone it's structure. Like I've seen some of the seasons like three times now. Oh wow. Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah, he does have great bone structure. I'm like the kind of person that will watch like ten episodes of a show, but a movie is like too much of a commitment. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's because it's like that little little bit where you're like, ah, it's only like forty minutes, and next thing you know, you've you've binged like eight yeah. of them and you're like, Oh shit. It's also different. It's like a way of like following along with these characters in a mm-hmm. way where you get invested. Like I love TV. Like I'm not trying to say like movies are better than TV at no, all. No, like, no. It's it's just that I don't ever watch movies. Mm-hmm. And I don't have any like reason not to (laughs) just don't (laughs) it's i i totally get it like i mean modern tv is better than modern movies i stand by that generally like jay and i just started rewatching riverdale like it's (laughs) that's embarrassing because it's are they doing another season well they like stopped the season they like didn't air anything for a while and then we ha- didn't realize, but they just released three episodes. So when we were in Campbell oh, river wow. in our hotel with nothing to do all night, I checked Netflix and I was like, what? There's three episodes we didn't know about. And then we started watching them and it's like, I don't know if it was like the internet was bad in the hotel. So the streaming quality wasn't as good, but it felt like the episode was like really just like poorly done. Oh, but it's also a pandemic. So I don't want to like, make fun of so many things have been postponed because of the pandemic totally including peaky blinders and one of their main actresses died which oh yeah Yeah, she's so incredible she was like only in her 50s yeah like early 50s so sad um so peaky blinders is not yet finished that was my question no i'm kind of wondering i feel like there's one more season Okay. This season that I'm on now is the darkest season. Season. I've four. never seen Peaky Blinders. Is it? Is it like it takes place in England? Is it sort yeah. of like it's it like Downton Abbey right but after with World War One? And yeah, very. That's a great <laughs> way of seeing it. It's definitely a lot, a lot about class and mm. poverty and yeah, like historically, I think it's really interesting. But it's also just beautiful to watch. It's extremely violent, though. So, like, if you don't have a stomach for that, it's not. And um, what's his face is in it? You know, he's from Mad Max. He's famous. Tom Hardy. Yeah, he's so good in it. And I don't know how they got through several. I don't know how they got through scenes with him without just dying laughing. Because there's so many tense scenes. And I'm thinking, like, all these people are hilarious in real life. Like, how are they doing? How do they make it through these scenes? How does he, does he, um, he always kind of famously does something with his voice. Like, does he, yeah, in this one, is he, he plays he a Jewish marbles? gangster, like an Orthodox mm. Jew that runs a gang, a competing mm. gang in a, in a different town in Camden. 
and he's in several seasons um, and he gets progressively more difficult to understand. But I think that like someone at work who is British was like, I find, I find the accents difficult. And like, I don't think they're difficult to understand, but then you get to Tom Hardy and I think it's easier the second time around. You're like, Oh yeah. That's his Subtitles whole deal. On. Yeah. His whole yeah. deal is like just being a muffled, a muffled uh, guy. And yeah. also like wearing masks and stuff over his face. Like in, mm-hmm. in Mad Max, he had something over his face and in like Batman, he had like the Bane thing. Venom yeah. As they move through Peter. with this, he ends up wearing a prosthetic eye. Yeah. Like I feel like in the last season that he's in, he might have a dead eye in it, but, mm. and he's quite scarred. I feel like as an actor, and I know that this isn't necessarily an actor's choices, but I feel like he's drawn to things that are like masking how pretty he is. And like, yeah, yeah that's so his, many actors are. Yeah. He's like, I, I don't want to be the pretty guy. I want to be the fucked up dude. And like, he's in a Star Trek movie too. And I feel like there's also uh. something going on there. If he was trying to be less attractive to me, he shouldn't have dressed up as an Orthodox Jew. <laughs> Because I was like, Bam! like start my motor. Hey-o. I just watched uh, a reality TV show, which is very rare for me. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know what the last one I even watched was. Maybe like season one of Survivor when it first aired. But um, I watched a show about. It's called My Unorthodox Life. No, uh, I watched all of that because I'm no. fascinated by Orthodox Jewish the sort of like insular culture of it. And it's about like a woman who escaped it and like, you know, wants to sort of tell all, but it's, she's also like a millionaire. So it's just like, Oh, but like you're a bad person because you're shooting this reality TV show during the pandemic. uh, And you're like throwing a party every episode and no one's wearing a mask. And they go to New York Fashion Week in 2020 with like 14 mm. people. It's fucked up. Anyway, I may have even mentioned you it. You made it all the way show. through, though. No, I don't think so. I watched the first episode and I found it really difficult to get into. No one is likable. <laughs> one show I really liked that you may like, um, and it's just a mini series and it's unorthodox on, yeah, I've seen it's that on one. Netflix. It's beautiful. Hmm. I, I think it, you would love it. I'll check it out. Um, okay. Well, we don't have to do Jessica's movie corner ever again. No, we can. I just like feel like the the person that's like, oh, duh. <laughs> like no. smelling my fingers when no one's looking. I mean, how do they smell? Just smelling the Peaky Blinders. They smell a little bit like soap and suntan lotion. That's good. Those are good things. Yeah. Mine smells like soap too. Um, okay. Do we want to do another segment? Yeah. Kevin, do you want to do jazz and off? Sure. What are you eating, Kevin? Pumpkin seeds. Oh, so filled with selenium. <laughs> Is that that's good, right? Really good for you. Okay. Mm, I never knew. Protein. Pumpkin seeds are really good for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots of good stuff. So, is it time for jazz and off? There it is. Jazz off. So, uh, welcome <laughs> to the Coconut Club. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, Jessica Rabbit is, is going to be performing later, but right now uh, we've got a, a, a trio, a combination uh, on stage. And like, how you how you feeling about these these tunes? How do you feel about this improvised? I mean, you're you're an improviser, Kevin. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, it definitely feels like they're just picking random notes. Um, they're like kind of doing little runs on like Mary had a little lamb and then they <laughs> let that break down into just sort of nonsense for a bit. So it's sort of like they remember standards and then they don't remember standards. Wow, yeah. Back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, maybe they need a bit of to do like a reminiscence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go in a bathtub. Yeah, a bathtub with a little weird helmet on. Uh, it's, yeah, it's almost like a... It's like a, a wiggly... It's, it sounds a bit wiggly to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to say that you can really see the colors of these notes. Oh, yeah? Are you... Yeah. Are, are you... Do you have synesthesia? synesthesia? Yeah, they think so. What I colors? I just found out what that was, but... Um, yeah. There's like a lot of purple nurple. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. And a lot of fizzy jizz. Fizzy jizz. That's my favorite color. And also, time to see the doctor. <laughs> Doc, I got fizzy jizz. <laughs> um, I'm yeah. jizzing pop rocks. There's a lot of raspberry blaster. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, it's it's almost funky. Yeah. It's verging on funky. It's like, I feel like mm-hmm. funk, funkiness could, could be birthed from it. It's... There's a lot of high hat too. Oh yeah, that hat. And is, I'm surprised by that. They're wearing quite tall hats as well. It also sounds sneaky. Mm. Oh. I think that's what, what makes me most uncomfortable about this is that it sounds sneaky. Something sneaky. They happening. don't want people to know that they're playing music. Yeah, or that they like, know. Are they dropping pots? I'm not sure. It's sort of like playing? is it sort of like that meme where it's like, tell me you're playing music without actually playing music, and yeah. then you play this. Yeah. Tell me yeah. you went to music school without telling me you went to music school. And it's just like... It um, also feels really fingery. Like there's oh, lots of finger There's a fretless action. bass here and it's making me feel weird. Mm. Uh, yeah, not a single fret. Well, I mean, like, I'm not going to fret about it. Yeah. Uh. Uh, this Okay, this is going to sound wild, but I feel like it's cool while at the same time also hot. Okay, yeah. Oh, oh, you mean temperature-wise? Yes. Yeah, like I was going to say it was like cool, except for the people that are here, except us. Yeah, I'm right. not cool. I'm not cool enough to be in this cool cool club. Right. Yeah, I'm not smart enough to appreciate it, I think. How do you feel? Do you ever just throw it on and when you're around and have a little... You're more of like a metal guy, right? Yeah. Metal is, uh, I would like to say, is accessible jazz. <laughs> oh, no, I did it! You broke it. You broke you the broke rule. You broke the spell. You freed us. The spell. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I'm sorry. You said jazz. It's about the word we're not saying. But there is there is a lot of like solos are all kind of like improvised uh. and virtuosic yeah. like metal stuff i don't know there's so much mm. different kinds of metal what what kind are you into i hear you like mentioning bands sometimes oh oh okay i like different are we are we are we still in the um you can still say the names we're out of our jazz trance <laughs> oh, okay okay, okay. <laughs> yeah i'm uh i guess i like all different kinds i like some prog metal things cool. i don't even really know i'm bad with the uh distinctions like i think lots of stuff i listen to is probably like doom or death okay. metal sludge sometimes i'm like Ooh. oh this is a doom metal band and it's like it's sludge and i'm like i don't know like what's the difference between know. doom and sludge there's uh, yeah. probably really clear differences but i don't know is one jazzier than the other i'd say prog is probably more jazzy um, yeah. i always thought prog was what meant prog that it came from prog <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Prog, it didn't mean progressive only ma- only made by draculias 
Uh, <laughs> and wine I think, theaters. I think a lot of Prague, like, even if it's not like uh, trying to be, just winds up becoming jazz. Like, yeah. When it gets it, like, time signatures change so much, and it's just like, yeah. It's all noodly and stuff. And Everyone's soloing on top of everyone else. It can be heinous, but it can also be, like, perfect for me, who it leads a lot of stimulation all the time. And it also feels like everyone's in a line on stage and then like one person steps up and does their does their little piece and then they move to the side and then the next person comes up and they do their little thing and each person yeah. they're all, they they're all playing in line. You go to the back. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. It's a game. Yeah. Um yeah. When we went on this island trip, we were just like blasting through CDs cuz like there's a lot of driving. And uh yeah, I realized I only like fast songs. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess I already knew this, but like we had this one CD that's like Frosh 80s and it's probably like 20 tracks and I hadn't listened to it in a really long time, but each song that comes on it's so fast, so good. Like it doesn't even matter what it is as long as it's fast and like got some like bleeps and bloops in there. I'm like, oh, this is the best song ever. Bleeps and bloops <laughs> like electronic music or just sort of um, just like synthesizer weird uh, sound effects. I mean, it's 80s yeah. music, so that's uh, uh, yeah. that's the <laughs> the main thing that probably like like even um well i guess this isn't a totally fast song but you know that song like oh yeah yeah is that the name of the band um yeah to bring us back to uh ferris bueller's day off that's like yeah. at the the end i think or maybe it's in a, a couple times but like that's that fast. band's Wild, no, it's pretty slow. Uh, it's like, yeah, do, 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 do. yeah it's, I think and it it's slow. Just like two guys being like, the moon is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> and if you look up that band, those dudes were just like two millionaires who thought it would be fun to make music, and that's what came out. Like, it's, oh, it's nothing is more it. 80s than that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we'll just be great at this because we have access to it. How are we gonna get out of our cocaine debt? Yeah, you just make us one hit song to be played in a children's movie. You got it. But it's, I mean, that song was, was everywhere. I remember it. It was like, yeah. it was a big deal. Uh, and the music video, if you haven't seen it, check it out. They're like two okay. old dudes. One has a tiny mustache. They've got like the <laughs> slick back hair. And like one of them, I think, has like white hair. Like they're old. It's really funny. <laughs> Speaking of tunes, it's time for Honkin' on Bobo or Chuglin. All right. Okay, so this is just a quick one. Um, generally, we decide one or the other. It's just a choice. We count to three, and we decide honking on Bobo or Chuglin. Um, I'm just pulling up some images, though, because um, Kevin requested like a visual because he was like, is it just like these two abstract concepts? And I was like, good point. Yeah. I was yeah. like, I was so enticed by it, but at the same time, so perplexed that I was like, I don't know if I can make a choice just based on... They're so it's such an impossible choice just based on the the terms themselves, like honking on a bobo, honking on bobo, or mm-hmm. or a bobo. It, and what's the other one? Something chuglin. Ch- chuglin. It's I just mean, chuglin. Ch- yeah. Chuglin as a concept. There's also like keep on chuglin. It's yeah. like honk. It's yeah. basically oh, like two. It is extremely abstract, as are many of our segments. But honking on bobo is the name of an uh, Aerosmith album. It um, actually is. It actually is. I'll show you the cover <laughs> right now. <laughs> Here you go. What the hell? What? So honking What? On, yeah. Lipstick imprint. Lipstick imprint on a harmonica on some like red velvet. Bobo. What era is this from? I just realized that the 
on is capitalized yeah, in a weird. really right. weird way. The font is strange, too. Is it like code they oh. want it to actually be called Hob for some Hob, reason? yeah. <laughs> We're doing H-O-B tonight. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Oh, but yeah, it's just kind of like cringy and weird. And yeah. then, I mean, Chuglin is more of like a... I think like CCR has a song, Keep on Chuglin. And it's like... More really? Of, <laughs> yeah, it's more of like a concept... Um, <laughs> gotta just keep like, on doing it. Chugal, chugal rock, and I think like one of the lyrics are like chuglin, like a natural man. Um, <laughs> wow, that's amazing. I don't really know what it means, but like, so I just did a quick Google image search of uh, the word chuglin, and this image came up, and I thought that was like pretty indicative okay. of like chuglin, chuglin in a nutshell. So yeah, I feel like when it's like side by side photos. And I'll put yeah. these pictures on our Patreon so people know what the oh. hell we're talking about. Um, but a quick Google image search will find you. It's like a, a guy on a little tiny motorcycle. He looks mm-hmm. kind of like a hippie. He's going camping. That's but cool. like you can't make it out. But I'm sure he's wearing like a a Vietnam vet jacket that's like covered yeah. in patches yeah. that say like make love, not war or something. And and it kind of looks like he's riding up on the, on the uh, hikers from American werewolf in London. Like when they're out <laughs> on the, the moors or like Scottish, <laughs> whatever, like it looks yeah. like he's out on that same like Scottish bog yeah, terrain. Nowhere. Yeah, yeah. Just coming out of the mist. Hey man, watch out for that werewolf, man. <laughs> it's going to chill you, man. <laughs> it's just Dennis Hopper. <laughs> <laughs> on a weird little mini bike i would love that to be a deleted scene from that movie um so okay so we've seen the visuals i can't do a side by side for some reason it's okay man this is this this gave more texture to it but it made just the same difficulty level because yeah. they're both <laughs> one you just like let your mind go completely blank right before yeah. you answer yeah so i'll remove like the i don't pictures. think about it at all until it's time to answer it's just how you feel in the moment man mm-hmm. so like yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll do the count of three and then we all say Honkin' on Bobo, honkin' on Bobo or Chuglin. Like a natural man. Yeah, and like we don't have to have quorum or whatever. Like it's mm-hmm. like we can, it's Very just how individual. you feel. There's no right or wrong. Yeah. Right. Okay. Just feel it in your bones. Just feel it, man. How are you feeling today? Okay. One, two, three. Chuglin. Honkin' on Bobo. Oh, you're both honkin' on Bobo, honkin on Bobo today, today and I'm yeah. Chuglin. Wow. It was Good close balance. Though. I see yeah. that. I mean, like, <laughs> I look like I'm Chuglin right now, kind yeah, of. Yeah, you could be Chuglin. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I got to get a few things done, which is what made me go onto the honking on Bobo. It's a directive. It's like, yeah. we got to honk on Bobo. Like, we're honking on Bobo. It's very sophisticated. The, the, <laughs> the lipstick, there's like, there's a mandate there. Whereas Chuglin is just like, just got to be Chuglin. Yeah, just going with form. it. You know? Yeah. You don't know when the day starts. You don't know when the day ends. Yeah. yeah. You've got, you got stuff you got to do before. Mm-hmm. Before so your show tonight. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. space That's right. play. You have to eat dinner. Yeah, eat all those pumpkin seeds. <laughs> I gotta eat these, just these pumpkin seeds on a plate <laughs> with a knife and fork. Divided into three <laughs> sections. One, they form them into a shape of a starch, and then into a shape of a vegetable, and then shape them into a shape of a oh. big old steak. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Pumpkin steak. Pumpkin Ooh, steak, baby. Yeah. Um, I got to watch all these uh, yes. Zatoichi movies. That's what I got to do today. So I'm Chuglin, baby. Heck yeah. Oh. He, that's the guy who chugles for sure. He's chug- He chugles from town to town. And then he once does. he gets there, he's like, God damn it. They're always making me honk on Bobos. That's pretty much what Zatoichi yeah. is. Yeah, when I'm a Chuglin guy. It's not yeah. fair. Yeah. It's discrimination. This is the first time someone's like given 
this uh, distinction between the two. So I think we learned a lot. This is totally personal Mm -hmm. distinction. Again, like you guys said, it's just totally, each person brings their own interpretations. You do too. This this is sort of where my mind's at with the separation today. This is not a podcast for deep thinkers. (laughs) Perfect. It's where I belong. Let it happen. Let it wash over you. Yes. But it is for deep stinkers. Uh, (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Speaking of, it's time for Puppo of the Week. Alicia, do you want to go first or Kevin, sure, do, you have, yeah. do you have a puppo prepared? Oh, I mean, my puppos would just be my cats, but I'm going to actually more specifically give it to Fish over Chips. Oh, Fish has been oh. a real puppo this week. She's been really sweet. I think maybe part of it's that it's getting a little bit colder, um, right. but they've been a lot more snuggly. And like last night, Chips was on my lap. And so Fish wanted a piece. And so I had to like s- slide down so she could go on my chest. And then she <laughs> just like... F- flopped on her side and then like got into this position where her legs were like straight out and then her her arms were like down on her belly and she was just like asleep and it was very cute and then at night too she'll come up onto the bed and like hip check me um and like drop her butt into me uh like butt slam me basically and then i like pet her for a while and then she runs away it's very cute so it's very very puppoey and sweet want to meet these cats so bad they're nice they're beautiful beautiful daughters Mm. i didn't know one was fluffier than the other Oh yeah, well, the one that's fluffier is the one where for the hot reactions when I had them home for the first time and I posted photos. You you liked chips more because chips look really adventurous, and you're like, I don't like that one. And it was fish because she was like hiding behind the toilet and was like, Ugh. I was fish just kidding. Like, oh, I know, I know. Fish fish is a lot more like scared, scared, uh, jittery of a cat, but they're both. I big, feel like we had the kind of friendship where else if I said something bratty, you would know I was just joking. So. <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought it was like I obviously, it was just funny. I like both cats. Oh yeah, no, totally. Uh, I got to meet a kitten yesterday. Ooh, nice. Yeah, his name is Fry. He's nine weeks old. He's a ginger cat, and he's oh. so sweet. And first, he was scared. I don't think he's met a lot of people yet. And he warmed up to me, and we played. And then when he fell asleep, he let me pet him. And when I pet him, he meows. <gasps> and his owner, my friend Tanya, said that that means that he wants you to pet a different area that he prefers. <laughs> that was very funny. So, yeah, yeah. Okay. Kittens are so sweet, and I never get to meet cats because of the dog, and so I really soaked it up. Yeah, and it's just I forgot how small they are. They're so little, so small. He must have weighed like maybe two pounds. Oh wow, so wow. small. He was nine weeks. Nine, and weeks? he like, had like kangaroo back legs. Like he feels like he might be a really big long cat, which is ideal. Um. Oh, they're just so beautiful and these like pink nose and a tiny little mouth and like, these beautiful green eyes pink inside his ears it's just too much they're too beautiful it's pretty Pat, ridiculous Pats are so beautiful yeah so my dogs are like they are beautiful but they are also humbled by their nature yeah they're so you know, goofy like, they're goofy they, <laughs> they're awkward it. they can be really weird looking like hank obviously is like to me he's like you know exquisite but to others he's like yeah. Ugh, a poodle um, <laughs> Yeah. Who, who are these so others who are? Yeah, what do you mean? I think that some people so just cute. think poodles are kind of like wimpy dogs and stuff. And I think that yeah. everyone's who's had a run in with Hank is like, oh, this guy is a uh, force of nature. Anything oh, but yeah. a wimp. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and also Hank, he's just like, he's so funny. And he's trying. He's got, we've got a new thing where when he barks at somebody or barks at a squirrel, he sits down and he's getting so good at it. Wow. Like, you know, yeah. Because I've not been able to train this out of him. And so if I make him sit down, he's really good about it. And then I give him reward pets instead of a treat, which he That's seems good. to really like. It's like a de-escalation yeah. 
of his body language. So it's like, He's I'm barking, really, but really strong. So nice. <laughs> you need to like get him to chill, chill out. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Jessica? Oh my Lord. Um, very Peppo rich. I'm going to stick to today. Just, uh, my birthday Peppos. Like I said before, I was not feeling very festive. And then like so many people did very kind things or like sent very lovely messages that I was like actually pretty overwhelmed and had to like step away from my phone because I was like, I need to just like live my life today. And it's just <laughs> like so much on my phone. But one person in particular really knocked it out of the park with a birthday gift. And that is former guest Kelly Ogmanson. Um, got me a series of cameos. Oh, no way. Oh. Yeah. That's so funny. Which I I have never received or given a cameo. Um, a lot of people didn't actually know what cameo was. Uh, it's like a website where you get like a celebrity to record a short little message and you like buy it for your friend. And it's just, it's surreal. So Jay, Jay knew about it. And like Kelly and Jay had been like consulting on it and the night before my birthday, we went on this walk and we like we were picking blackberries and I actually got stuck in like all the brambles. I was like, couldn't move. And I could hear them whispering like a little further down for me. And I was like, what are they talking about? And they were just like, oh, she's going to love it. Like, it's going to be great. <laughs> and so the next day, Kelly sent me a link to a video and she had edited these like four different cameos together and I was so confused because it said like from many Jameses or like from many James. And I was like, what does that mean? And then it starts. And the first one was uh, actor James Remar, who like you might not know his name, but he's been in a gajillion things. He played Richard Wright in Sex and the City, who was Samantha's oh, yeah. boyfriend for a while. Um, he was in the movie Cruising when he was much younger. I think he was also in the movie oh. The Warriors. Like he played Dexter's dad on Dexter. He was like the ghost dad. Um, oh. He's been in everything. He was recently in a terrible uh, fantasy show Jay and I watched called The Shannara Chronicles where he played a real mm. bad guy. He played a guy who was a reaper. Um, oh. But he was very funny. Kelly said he sent her his message within 45 minutes of her booking it. Um, the next James was uh, James Urbaniak, oh, yeah. uh, who's a hilarious character actor as well. Like he's been in lots of stuff. He was most recently the trinket man on Sabrina, uh, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I follow him on Twitter. He's very funny. Uh, mm. And then the third James was James Marsters, who played Spike on Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> right. But he wasn't recording his message to me as James Marsters. He was in character as Spike doing the British accent with the blonde hair. And Whoa. he like filmed it in his bedroom so I could see his bed behind him. And I was just like, this is intense. Like, and he like sang in it. And I was like, oh my God. I like started crying. Like it was so weird. Uh, and then the fourth one uh, is the actor who plays Dorota on <laughs> Gossip Girl, who was my favorite character on that show. And she's just like, not a James, but a normal person who is an actor and I loved her. And she said she was going to listen to the podcast and her message, <laughs> which I was like, wow, if you're listening, uh, you can come on the show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, her name is Susanna. It's like Susanna, but with Zs instead of Ss. Susanna Zedkowski. Anyway, I love her. 
she did her little character voice. It was just like such a hilarious birthday gift and so unexpected. And uh, I also love that, like, for my birthday, these character actors like got some money. <laughs> like that's <laughs> that's kind of hilarious. Um, so Kelly's my papo. Jay's also my papo because he helped plan just a lovely day. That's so and nice. then we went to some caves. That was one of Jay's gifts to me as we did some cave exploring. But I will save that for a later episode. Cool. Okay. Because I've been talking enough. You never, it's never enough, Jessica. Well, then I'll make an, another hour-long <laughs> episode after this where I just say all the things that I stop myself from saying on this one. It'll be unlistenable. <laughs> just burps and just jokes nonstop. So scrape. Burping and jizzing. Uh, well, jizz. thank you so much, Kevin, for being our guest yet again. Thank you so uh, much for having me. And thank you for showing us your cats. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Now they're snoozing somewhere. Um, if people want to check you out doing comedy or uh, engage with something you have written, how and where can they do that? Um, they can uh, tune into the Sunday service. Uh, we're still doing it digitally uh, on YouTube, uh, streaming it live on YouTube every Sunday night at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Just search on YouTube for Sunday service improv and you'll find us. Um, though we are starting to talk about going back live, but then that's still lots of stuff up in the air about how that works with the Fox and making sure it's safe and blah, blah, blah. Um, and I have a website called, uh, it's Kevin, Kevin Lee I don't think I've updated it since I made it, but there's things on there that I've worked on. And I also work on a video game called Apex Legends. That's, uh, and the latest season and latest character I wrote almost all the dialogue for. So it's been pretty surreal seeing that come out that character drop and people play that and hearing it in a game super fun so if you play that game sears my guy um that i wrote the dialogue for i didn't create him but yeah anyway so that's all cool stuff it's out there is this character funny i have not played this game but like no he's not really funny actually he's more kind of poetic uh in a way he's sort of like a mix of different influences where he's sort of like Gosh, he's like a in the in the context of the game, he's like a he's like a performance artist, and so he oh. kind of comes across as like this like very kind of he has like really dry humor, but he's mostly kind of like uh, enthralling and mysterious kind of guy. <laughs> okay, so now fun... I want to play it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a it's a really fun like kind of battle royale shooter thing where it's like teams of three and you just try and be the last team uh, going, but the, it's all based on these really characters and has really great narrative and stuff. Cool. Yeah, it's super fun. It's a great great game to work for. I would be so bad at that, but that <laughs> it sounds very cool and very exciting. Um, yeah, and also the Sunday service, if you can't watch it live online on Sundays, it is up. Right. You can like watch old ones, which I think a lot of people, yep. they're like, oh, I'm busy Sunday night, so they don't. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah. I, I've watched it. It's not as fun because you can't like add your suggestions into the chat or like interact, but yeah. it is, it is still hilarious and so so worth your time i can't recommend it enough thank you and i feel a little insulted that kelly didn't get us to do a cameo (laughs) we don't have cameo (laughs) forcing them to like pay especially to like pay us to say happy birthday i mean i would Um, love that (laughs) no no um but yeah that's very nice nice of you to say and yeah there's episodes up there paul f tompkins has been on a bunch of episodes including a lot of other really special guests uh that you've probably even heard here on this podcast so check us out yeah. Lots, lots of crossover going on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alicia, do you have anything to plug? Mm, we canceled the September 11th Come Draw With Me. Dang. Uh, right before the mask mandate and vaccine passports were declared like hours before. 
Um, but I think we're going to try and do the October 2nd come draw with me and we'll post tickets about two weeks before. Um, and that's it. How about you, Jessica? Uh, if anyone wants to buy a tote bag uh, or other merch, they can go to retailnightmares.bigcartel.com. Or if you want to check out our Patreon and get a bunch of bonus stuff, we got bonus episodes. We got five volumes of the original soundtrack. We've got weird photos that are referenced and a video of Alicia and I watching Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> uh, music video and reacting to it. You can head on over to patreon.com slash retail nightmares and do that, but also absolutely no pressure. Uh, and that's all I got to plug for today. So thank you all for listening. Thank you, you two for existing. Thank you. You're the best. You're the best too. <laughs> Happy belated birthday. Thank you. I am the best. An adult now. (laughs) (laughs) Someone referred to me as a young woman uh, when they wish me happy birthday. And like, granted, he was he's older than me. Like, he's probably like 15 years older than me. And I was like, at what like, what is the age bracket where you're like a young woman? I think it's relative to the person's age who's saying it. That's true. Like, I'll always be a younger woman than he is. But like. But then I Googled it and it said like age 15 to 17. And I was like, nope, they're not women. Absolutely not women yet, guys. That (laughs) is a very problematic response, Google. Um, That is not a woman. That is a a minor. That is a minor. Yeah. Somebody who wrote a lot of uh, songs in the 70s. uh, Exactly. That's (sighs) exactly what it made me think of. Like Chuck Berry and like. Yeah. Even the Beatles. It's creepy. They're uh, 15 to 17 and your cousin. Yeah. And um, (laughs) you're babysitting each other. It's fucked Uh. up. Kissing cousins. Um, Kiss your cousin, everyone. (laughs) Yeah. Parting parting message. Yeah. Give him a big, big, wet, sloppy one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Right on... You're behind. Yeah. Toss your cousin's salad. Tight little Right on the coconut. Right, right on, the on coconut. your coconut hole. Your three coconut holes <laughs> coconut that we all have. <laughs> right, yeah, all the cartoon coconuts came with holes in them. Yeah, like bowling that's balls. Weird. Yeah, it's very weird. Because that's what you do when you're on a desert island. Okay, I'm going to stop talking about buttholes, but I love you all. <laughs> Bye-bye. Stay safe, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.